from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy Duh Show. Get it? Duh Show? Duh. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf Vega, and today I have with me Jake. Hello. And I have with me... Jake. Hello. And welcome to the first Duh 3D show of 2019. This one's going to be the tremendous top three 3D movies of 2018. And this, yes. is, this podcast is going to have some rules to it, so it's not going to be just uh, chaos. Uh, first of all, we're going to give out our dishonorable, dissatisfying, disappointing movie. Then we'll give out a honorable mention. And then we'll go to three two, and one, and then all of us can't use the same movie, so we have to, um, someone can steal the movie away from us, so we've had a list. So, it should be pretty fun. Now, on the website, uh, we have put up the top three uh, movies as well, as an article with the links to all the reviews. That's based on the review score. Um, obviously, um, if you've been paying attention to the website, you know which three those are. If not, we'll get to it in this podcast. But, um, we do have to talk about one movie, first of all, which we all adore, and it's going to be in all of our lists, which is Avengers Infinity War. Does it hold up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times have y'all seen it? Three. Jake, you? Uh, four in the theaters. But I've seen it lots of times at home. Yeah, um, I've probably been the only one that's only watched it once, but I, I'm good. I think I get a. I'm gonna probably buy the Blu-ray soon. I haven't bought that yet. I know it's on Netflix, but I want to show support and actually buy the products and stuff. Um, so I mean, every all of us love that movie. It's you know gonna be the you know one movie of the year that we all remember and that lived up to the hype. So. That's kind of getting an exemption from this list because it's just too easy, you know? Mm-hmm. We all love that movie. We all gave that movie a 10 out of 10. So <laughs> what else is there to say? Um, James, what do you think? You think Endgame has too much hype that we're just gonna? it's going to be too hard to do it? I don't know that it will be the, the complete bi- box office success that... Uh... Infinity War was, but I mean, I don't think it's I think it's going to be a good sequel. I mean, the pressure is there. It's going to be really hard to try to figure out a way to solve everything and not feel cheap, you know? Time travel is the one thing that a lot of people were agreeing upon and time travel is fun but it can get really annoying too and it could just like be really cheap as a way to you know, fix anything you want, just go back in time. So there's got to be some kind of way that you could fix this um, and still have some consequences that you feel like something actually mattered, you know? If nothing, if everything is erased from Infinity War, then it's just, what was the point, you know? So it's going to be really hard to do. Uh, I'm excited, but I just think it's going to be hard. Jake, do you have any thoughts? Well, uh, I predicted no matter what they did, there was going to be a fan backlash because nothing could live up to the hype. Uh, we'll see if this. Uh, we'll see if I'm right, or I got to eat crow. Uh, 
next year at the when we uh, look back at our predictions. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome because, but I also think fan expectations are getting um, out of hand. So it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to have a great time, uh, but I do think some we're going to have some fandom backlash because of the hype. And in fairness, the Russo brothers have an excellent record so far with the MCU. So it's I have faith in them. And <laughs> all right, yeah, let's just hope to get fired now. <laughs> all right, let's go on to our dishonorable, dissatisfying, disappointing 3D movie of 2018. We're all going to pick one, and I'm going to go first since I think I'm the only one that really did not like this movie. I'm going to say Venom. I'm sorry. I hate this movie. It's stupid. I just don't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I liked it. To me, it worked because of uh, Tom Hardy. See, I didn't even like Tom Hardy in this either. So, you know. Oh, we should probably give a spoiler warning just in case anyone (laughs) listening. Okay. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Yeah, so I don't like Tom Hardy in this at all. And I thought it was just cringeworthy and and silly and stupid. And that ending didn't make any damn sense. Well, how did he survive? I agree with you 100%. But that's why it worked, because it was so damn stupid. I said it was the Sharknado of superhero movies, and I still stand by that. James, do you have any other thing to say about Venom before we go on? No, I was just going to say that, like, I like how self-aware it is. You think that? I don't know if they are, really, (laughs) but fine. All right, James, what is your dishonorable, dissatisfying, disappointing 3D movie of 2018? My dis... Okay. I think my disappointing movie is going to happen be solo because I I mean yeah I had a lot to live up to but like it's the first you know box office failure you know for uh, the entire franchise that's really saying something so yeah I got, gotta say it's that I mean it's not terrible by any means it's just forgettable yeah it's forgettable and you know, the thing is, is that those movies are supposed to be an event, right? They're supposed to be really special. And, uh, yeah, this movie wasn't special. It just kind of felt like a um, three-part introduction to the Han Solo TV show. <laughs> and, yeah. feel, you know, a yeah, big... Exactly. It just didn't Han feel Solo epic. the Young Adventures, right? Yeah. Uh, Jake, do you have any thoughts on Solo? Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer uh, when I went to see Infinity War in in uh, in, um, in D box. The three D looked amazing, but when I saw it in theater, three D was terrible, and I was so disappointed in the three D to the point where, to me, nothing else mattered. I was just so disappointed in the presentation of it. It was ugly and dark, too. It wasn't, like, pretty... Perky, yeah. Uh, I mean, Star Wars movies have never had good cinematography, but damn, 
why do they have to keep the tradition alive? I would say Rogue One had really pretty cinematography. I, I think that yeah. really looked nice. Yeah, Rogue One is kind of the spinoff movie that kind of... It's the only one I really, really like. Uh, in fact, I liked uh, Rogue One more than The Force Awakens. Okay, so Jake, what is your dishonorable, dissatisfying, disappointing 3D movie of 2018? Oh God, so many to choose from, literally. I think I'm going to go with A Wrinkle in Time, because I was very disappointed. It was my debut review, and I was actually looking forward to seeing this book adapted again. And I was very disappointed with how it turned out. I was so thinking that you were going to do this. <laughs> I, I lost like two and a half hours of my life that I'm never going to get back. You know, it's it's a weird thing because like we've gotten used to on cinema and and TV shows parallel dimensions and like magic and you know all this crazy sci-fi stuff and like in theory this should have worked you had a great cast you had you know all the special effects you needed and it just didn't work i actually watched it twice in the theaters once and um i mean i don't hate it as much as you do i just think it's just kind of bland um but it just it should be a lot better than what it is but it's it's just one of those things. I'm more. I don't really hate it. I'm more angry that it it should have been better. I mean, it was a tragic waste of Chris Pine and Michael Pena. I mean, they gave great performances, and it was for nothing. The 3D was terrible. I mean, uh, I mean, sure, it's better than the Nutcracker in the Four Realms, but Looking at the advertisings for that, you could smell that was a bomb a mile away. So, no surprises there. Um, well, A Wrinkle in Time was surprising with just how bad, bland it was. The power of love. Does it change your heart? Uh, <laughs> uh, this movie shrunk so my bad. heart. This movie shrunk my heart two sizes. Uh, <laughs> uh, James, that's actually you know the whole reason they can time they can travel between dimensions uh, because they have the power of love. Uh. <laughs> oh, if the Russos borrow that for Endgame, there's going to be riots in the theaters. And then there's a mysterious, horrible entity called the It that uses all evil power. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. And the it, it happens to also be the clown in the awesome <laughs> Stephen King movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, two years ago, right? Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. All right. Uh, Jay, um, that's all for the Dishonorable, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, so let's go on to honorable mentions. Now, um, for me, I'm going to put in here uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, I see a lot of people hate this movie, and I liked it. I thought it was a mess to understand, 
but the 3D was great, and I I still enjoyed it for what it was. I just, you know, it's fine. I think it was better than the other one. Um, I know it's kind of like a, a halfway in between movie between the first one and like the you know next big story one, but I digged it. Yeah. James, you get a chance to see this or no? Actually, I did not see this movie. So, you know. Harry Potter isn't too big on my list of movies. Alright, so James, what's your on your list? Okay. My honorable mention is going to be Spider-Man. New one. The animated one. Because I, I really like the idea. And... You know, the animation was really good. Um, but one thing that, that disappointed me about it, uh, the only thing that really disappointed me about it was that I I wanted the Spider-Man in it, like the normal Spider-Man, the older one. I wanted him to be played by Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> because because that should have... Because basically the one in, in Spider-Verse is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So, why not? Is that the one that died, or the other one from the other dimension? No, the other one. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of Spider-Mans. The one that got fat. Yeah. The one that got fat. I mean, that would have been fine. If that, you know, I understand why they they basically used all the scenes from that movie, those those series of movies, so. Yeah, even Spider-Man 3 got a mention. Yeah. All right, Jake, what's your dishonorable or honorable? Oh, I've thought about this. Uh, narrowed it down to three, and then I decided the one I have to go with is Rampage. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Rampage. Yeah, I mean, it is a, it is, it is a, it really captured the play in the video game. Uh, the 3D was awesome. Uh, it was free willing. Uh, you you really believe in the bromance, and um, and then the course uh, at the at the rampage at the end, and what happens to the CEO when she puts on the red dress? Chomp. Well, yeah, chop. That was a great scene, and it looked spectacular in 3D. And the, the the scene where the George like does the motion of sex uh-huh. that was so cringy but hilarious at the same time. Uh, oh, a lot of this stuff was cringy, but it was hilarious. Uh, I mean, this movie was just so free, and Jeffrey D. Morgan is just chewing up uh, scenery. I mean, this thing had a wild cast. Uh, I mean, they had a an Academy nominee actress playing a a scientist, and she was really getting that dialogue out. I was impressed with her exposition skills. You even mentioned the Justice League. Yeah, I mean, this was just such an awesome, free-willing movie that I thought deserved more love than it got. 
which is weird because this movie mentioned Justice League, but the Aquaman didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's go on to our number three. Um, I'm going to say uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, you know, the first time I saw this, the 3D was really bad. Um, I enjoyed the film for what it was. And then everyone on Twitter was like, you have to see it again. You have to see it again. Your theater was bad. So I complained to the theater and then went, got free tickets, saw it a second time in 3D. I mean, I was fine to watch it because I liked it so much that I watched it without a problem. And second time, the 3D was actually really good. I don't think it's one of the best 3Ds of the year, but I did enjoy it. Um, and I did enjoy it enough to change my opinion, which, you know, some people won't do that. Some people were like, well, that, my review is my review. I'm never going to change my mind. But if new evidence comes, I'm fine with updating things as, you know, and that's an interesting story for the year. And, you know, sometimes the theaters are just not consistent and may have a bad, you know, night or something. And you have to complain. You have to complain or else they'll never fix it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, God knows how many people have been turned off by 3D because of the theater being crappy. Not because of the conversion or, or what they did at the 3D. It's just because theater doesn't care, you know. Yeah, so. they turn the, yeah, they have it too dark because the, they turn the bulb down. Not that modern technology makes any difference anymore, but they still do that thinking it's it will save their bulb, and it doesn't. So it makes it too murky. Uh, they use the wrong material in the screens. And hell, I've given up on theaters actually masking. Uh, you know, that's putting the screens in the proper to blacken the area so you don't get distracted. They don't even mask anymore. I mean, the theaters are just getting to be so lazy. I mean, I can't even remember the last time I was at a movie theater that had more employees than screens. Oh, yeah. That's one problem, too, that you have to search for someone to complain to. <laughs> and, like, the people, yep. you know, doing concessions, like, I don't know anything about that. I just do popcorn, man. <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> oh, that's why when I go to the independent theater in Independence, I always sit because the way it's designed, uh, the best seat in the house is the back row. So I always sit in front of the projection booth so I can actually get on the back seat and tap on the glass and get their attention. Did anyone else watch Mission Impossible or was it just me? I was re I never watch Mission Impossible movies and uh, I was recovering from surgery, so I didn't see it. James? And we watched it anyway. Actually, yeah, I didn't see it. Okay, well, I read dig it. It's it, they're fun movies. They're all basically the same, but they're all fun. They're all enjoyable action, and you know, this is the famous movie that you know <laughs> caused issues for Justice League, which we keep bringing up which for some reason. But yeah, <laughs> the the with the whole the mustache. yeah, it's where the mustache came from because they refused to let him shave, which. I guess I don't see why that was important. I saw the movie twice in theaters. He could have been with the full beard. He could have not had a mustache. Don't care. <laughs> doesn't matter. The character is not, you know, doesn't matter. So 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked Henry Cavill on this. It's good to see him in other movies, you know, so. Yeah, alright. Um, James, what's yours? For uh, top top three? Yeah. Okay. Number three, you know, I don't know that it was a great movie, but I really liked the 3D. And so that's the reason why I'm going to give number three spot to Jurassic World. Damn it. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. It's not the best movie, right? No. Like, it's got plot holes. It's kind of stupid, to be honest. But, but, like the first one, um, the 3D is really good. Oh, yeah. Really good. In fact, you know, like, it's sort of, it's kind of like Avatar, you know? It's like, the film isn't the best, but the visuals are great. You know, and since this is a 3D list, I kind of wanted to. You know, it's important. I, I thought it was stupid as two, but I liked it a lot, even though it was so stupid. I just was laughing and laughing and rolled my eyes and laughed and you know had a great the, time. There is tons of scenes in this film that are super memorable too, like the the dinosaur blood transfusion, very <laughs> memorable. Doesn't make any um, sense. Doesn't make yeah, any sense. I mean, how? <laughs> also, I find it funny in that scene, like just the level of like crazy that they've gone through. Like, you look at the first Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, right? T Rex shows up, everyone dies, right? Uh, this movie, uh, you could sneak past the T Rex while he's sleeping and draw their blood without them knowing. So and it, yeah, and everyone complained yeah. about the auction being too low, which I agree. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Though I will say that I like that commentary, that political commentary, a lot more than I did like the the last Jedi commentary of of rich people. So I kind of I kind of like that. And then, like the movie sets up this apocalyptic world. The third yeah. one, it's like, okay, how do you do this? You know, okay, there's not that many dinosaurs. It's not going to just take See, over the world. <laughs> you mean, know, my only issue with this film is that it ignores the fact that there is a second island that is much bigger. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. are you ignoring two and three? Not that those are good, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, was it uh, something Nabla or whatever it is? It's uh, like a huge island. Nabla. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the Man Boy Association, James, that one? Uh, no. No, 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 it's something that starts with an N. I can't remember it. Um, okay. No, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, um, something B. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they they forgot about that. That's a plot hole. But the the plot isn't the reason why I put this on the, the list. So. All right. Number three. Jake, what's yours? Okay, I'm going to go a little bit outside the box because I think this deserves 
more love than it got and should actually get uh, a home release. Uh, Thriller 3D. Uh, I reviewed this uh, in the summer. I was, uh, well, early fall, I guess. Uh, And I was very impressed with the conversion. That's cool. That's cool. I love the the song and the choreography of it all is just fantastic. And I almost was able to see it, but like the, the I just missed the screening by like twenty minutes, and I was like, "Damn it!" And it's like, "Well, I don't really care about seeing the house clock in the walls or whatever." <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Which didn't she say that was not good? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I said it was mediocre. Um, that should have been 3D too. I don't know why it wasn't, but fine. Yeah, it wasn't. It looked like it was filmed with the thought of it, but they didn't convert it. Uh, yeah, Eli Roth does a kids movie. Who knows? Um, but Thriller, I mean, it was, I mean, the 3D, I mean, I was just impressed with the conversion. Uh, (laughs) I really liked the way they did, um, the full moon scene. It was a lot better than a similar scene in uh, Bumblebee. They uh, really fudged, you know, if you actually filmed it in actual 3D. But the thing is, it looked more natural and more enjoyable experience in the theater. In fact, it was one of the highlights. Uh, of Well, other than that, seeing all the zombies pop out and stuff was really, really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if we yell loud enough, maybe we'll get a uh, release of this so more people can see this, because everybody should see it in 3D. It's really great. This should be something that, like, you know, different places have every Halloween, you know, just have, you could have it in front of your other movie, and, you know, this is just for fun, you know, and, you know, the proceeds could go to charity. I know Michael Jackson still goes, you know, his estate still gives to charity. And that way, it could just be a fun thing every year. You, get, you know, Halloween, you could do, you know. But, yeah, only on Blu-ray, too. That's, you know, that would be a great buy. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Now, this one, the 3D was good. Not great. But I love the movie. And it was a phenomenon last year. Probably the first phenomenon of the year. And um, it was... Bigger than Avengers Infinity War, it was Black Panther. I really loved this movie. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but but I will say, uh, you know, it's a good uh, it's a good origin story. You know, Jake, what's your thoughts on Black Panther? Okay, I like this movie a lot. The thing is, a lot of the um, VFX uh. This was cringy. Uh, they rushed this out. I mean, the scenes, Rhino, I mean, some of it just was rough around the edges. Uh, I mean, it even looked uh, worse than uh, uh, how uh, the uh, first uh, Avengers movies aged. Uh, but yeah, this- I, I, will, I, I will say that the CG in this film is kind of lacking. Like, a lot, like especially but, the CGI Panther fight at the end. Yeah, it looks like a PlayStation Two cutscene. Yeah, but 
but having said all this, it's still uh, an incredible movie. Uh, I mean, Andy's circus really choose scenery. Michael B. Jordan really and beyond. I mean, this is. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing this in theaters twice. Yeah, I really love the uh, Killmonger. I thought he was a really great character. And uh, how they set him up, I thought was really interesting. And that fight scene in the waterfall was just beautiful. Beautiful and fun and well choreographed. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very interesting movie that you can watch multiple times and really get a lot out of it. And, um, you know, it's a really important movie, I think. You know, it, it, it just a, a lot of people are worried that you can't have, a, you know, main protagonist be black and be a successful movie superhero movie and proved him wrong it you know so they almost made a billion but it made more than uh, avengers which is crazy you know i didn't expect that so um james what's your number two my number two pick for best film well how about black panther underwater awesome <laughs> okay. Uh, see, see, the thing is about Black Panther uh, and Aquaman is that they kind of have very similar premises, but reverse. Um, I say this because the main villain is the outsider that's trying to come in and become the king. And in Aquaman, it's the opposite. The hero is the outsider trying to become king. So, think of it that way. No, you're right. You're right. It it is a, a decent comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, and I will say, not to one up Black Panther, but the visuals and the effects in this film were uh, amazing. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that 100. percent Well, all I was gonna say is that one thing I really like about it is that you know all the costumes are really comic accurate, like. Even even Black Manta, which looks really kind of goofy, it looks like a Power Rangers character, kind of. I mean, I still really like that. You know? What yeah, I, mean? I respect that they were able to do that and show it on screen, and it that looks, and yeah. it worked. Ocean, Ocean Master's costume too, also comic accurate. Which. Um, you know, it's it's nice. It's nice to see the the authentic costumes on the big screen. So this was this was really good, and it just makes me even more sad that the the team behind this got fired because Justice League failed. You know, a, a film that they didn't even work on, like Jeff Johns and that story crew that worked on Aquaman, that took over for Justice League after that, you know, disaster. They got blamed for Justice League's failure. And they were fired, basically. Yeah, I think um, James Wan like really had control over this. Where he, the well, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could definitely tell that this had a much different direction than uh, you know any of the other DC films. The only one that I would say it's comparable to is is Wonder Woman, but I actually think that this one's a little bit better, just because you know. It really uses its time wisely. They have two villains that are both good. And um, 
I also another benefit with the villains is that they don't kill either of them, which I thought was interesting because usually the superhero kills the villain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really like this one, and good. the 3D was good. I saw it a little bit late. I saw it this year, but it's it came out last year, so it counts. Yeah, it does definitely counts. All right, Jake, what's yours? Uh, okay, my second um, place, I'm going to, uh, hmm, I'm going to nominate um, Smallfoot. Oh, wow. Was I thought this that. had great care. I, uh, I thought uh, this had great uh, character design, had an interesting story. Uh, music wasn't too offensive. I mean, this was just a nice package. Uh, this was one of the better animated movies to come out this year, and I thought it should get some more love. <laughs> and it has a very anti-religion <laughs> message. <laughs> it Which... can be interpreted. It can be interpreted that way. It's it's basically. Think for yourself, message. Don't don't be a conformist. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I don't, um, did you watch this, James, or no? I haven't watched it either. I didn't actually. I want to though. I want to. You know. Okay, um, I'm gonna go to my number one, which I was not expecting it to be this, but Alpha. Holy crap! I love Alpha. The dog movie. The dog movie. The prehistoric dog movie. It is a beautiful movie. Fantastic cinematography. A simple story that really touches your heart. I was mocking this movie way before I watched it. And because of our lovely patron, I was able to have the money to buy a ticket and watch an IMAX 3D. And it knocked my socks off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James, you get around to seeing Alpha or no? I, I did not. But I, I heard it was good. Jake, what do you want to add to that? Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, if you haven't seen it, people, go see this in 3D. This is, uh, if uh, F didn't mention it, it would have made my list. And this, this is a, this is a well worth your time hunting up to see in 3D. Unfortunately, the Blu-ray came out, and I don't know if there is a 3D Blu-ray, so it might be one of those things that you may only get to see it in the theaters, but it's long gone from the theaters, too. So, you know, it was a one hell of an experience in watching it in IMAX 3D, and, um, you know, it's one of those things that it, it kind of flopped in the, you know, money-wise, but it was not a flop in the story. It was not a flop in how they presented the story. Um you know, I watch, I let this my mom. I gave. I watched this movie with my mom a second time, and she adored it. And she's like, "This is such a great story, and it's so simple. Like, you don't have to have all this language, and you know, it, it's just a simple story about you know wolves, and all of it's very realistic and grounded. And it just, it's a beautiful movie. I, I hope that one day you'll have a three D Blu ray release if it hasn't got one, you know, around the world or something. So, Alpha. Definitely need to see that. Um, all right, 
James, what's your next one? Well, honestly, I mean, when okay, and is is the okay? Let let me think about it a little bit because I think that you know I. Is it a cop-out to say that my first one is going to just be um, Infinity One? No, we can't do that. No, we can't? No. We're nope. not. <laughs> okay. Nope. That's on all of our lists. Okay, that's true. Uh... <laughs> oh, well. Uh, hold on a moment. Uh... I- I'll... I'll uh... You will come back to us, all right. Yeah, I'll come back to it. All right, Jake, what's your number one? Uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. A documentary, a rated R 3D movie. <laughs> yeah, rated And you got one more chance in the U.S. to see it in theaters. Uh, Martin Luther uh, King Day, uh, Fathom is going to uh, screen it one more time. And then Warner Brothers is talking about uh, a, a regular release sometime later in the year, so you may have yet another chance. Uh, there, the uh, World War One War Museum in England put out a two D disc release, but Warner Brothers is talking about putting out a three D version later. Uh, having got all that out, this is a incredible uh experience uh it's beautiful techno technology just used beautifully to take a, a the a hundred year plus war and breathe life into it and make it relatable to a modern audience and you get to see that soldiers we haven't People haven't changed much. Uh, they still complain about the cold and their feet hurting, and and they're not all, and they don't care about the geopoliticalness of why they're going to war. They just care about their buddy in the trench with them. This is a, go see this. Just go see it. Uh, Providing you're you're old enough to see an R-rated movie in the states or whatever the rating is where you live, it's well worth your time. Okay, so James, do you have another one or no? You know, um, okay, uh, trying to think of a, a good one to put at the last. Well, how about I? I mean. I just saw it, but you know, I think Bumblebee was really good. Okay. Bumblebee, Bumblebee, to me, uh, had pretty good 3D, right? And um, I like all the all the way that the Autobots look. It's really cool. It's like the 80s cartoon. So, you know, I I don't. It's not the best film, like story-wise, because of the it's you know it's Transformers, so whatever. But you know it was visually appealing, uh, good 3D, 
And uh, yeah, it was good. So that's my number one. Jake, what else do you want to say about Bumblebee? Now that you have full spoilers, I don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Bumblebee's uh, a great uh, little film. If they shall not grow old hadn't come out, that would have been my pick. Uh, this uh, Travis Knight just knocked it out of the park. Uh, he, uh, hell, uh, John Cena made an interesting hero villain. Uh, the, the family dynamic. I mean, I felt like I was watching an 80s uh, Spielberg movie. I mean, this was just, had a lot of, like, it was just like a homage to the whole family 80s films, you know, like E.T. and uh, Goonies and Gremlins. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think there is a very, like, there's a, as well as, you know, the Transformers being 80s, like, there is a very 80s film, feel to the film. <laughs> yeah, and it figures Volkswagen, uh, is, is, does, decides to do away with the Beetle this year. Now that the Beetle is prominently in, uh, of course, the new Beetle looks nothing like the old, uh, 60s Beetle. But still. So, um, yeah, it, people keep saying, oh, it hasn't been a good 3D movie since, you know, Avatar, which is so wrong. And we just gave you a list of several great 3D movies or good 3D movies or enjoyable enough 3D movies. And uh, we haven't gotten to a bunch of other ones. We've, you know, here's the, more of them. You quickly go over them, you know, that are not good enough to be in this list. You know, but it's worth, you know, noting. We got a Tomb Raider coming out last year. That was okay. It wasn't terrible. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, we never got around to watching uh, the second um, Pacific Rim, which I heard was not good. Yeah. I mean, that franchise is dead. Who cares? Yeah, it's... We don't have to worry about it. We're getting real Godzilla this year. We didn't talk about Incredibles 2, which I didn't like that much. I thought it was okay. We didn't talk yeah. about Ant-Man and the, the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, the Grinch. And you almost yeah. forgot Rob about Skyscraper. Yeah, uh, yeah, or the Meg, <laughs> or the Nutcracker for the four ropes, <laughs> and the Grinch. Yeah, or oh, Mortal Engines. I was surprised. I was really surprised. Almost would have been on my list as Mortal Engines for the worst. <laughs> yeah, and which it bombed. Yeah. James, you get watched that movie or no? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you didn't need to. Wait, is it is it really bad? Yes, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, but it's not fun bad. Like Rampage. It's just like eh. Or or Venom. 
Yeah. Venom is fun. Yeah. Like the scene, the scene where uh, my favorite scene of that film is by far the finale when Venom uh, <laughs> talks to the other Venom <laughs> in the freaking uh, ship and then jumps down and slices down the thruster. That was the best scene. And then he survives, even though he looks like he's dead for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He came back. Oh, yeah, and I like it. We just. I'm sorry about Venom. Yeah. Fellow. <laughs> God. Yeah. And uh, we forgot to... We all didn't watch uh, It's Called Transylvania 3. Um, and I don't regret it, because from what I've heard, it wasn't that good anyway. It may have been better than the second one, but not... It's just kind of meh. I, I refused yeah. to watch that. I hated the second one. I thought the second one was really bad, and the first one was fine. It's better than I thought, but you know, second one's really bad. Jake, you watched the other ones, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I got dragged to see them. Uh, this third one, uh, I was, hey, I was recovering from surgery, so I was able to dodge that bullet. Uh, and 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 as far as I know, uh, Hotel Transylvania three has not gotten a three D release anywhere in the world yet. No, I think it like maybe the first weekend only kind of thing, maybe. But the Blu-ray, you mean, maybe? Yeah, Blu-ray. Didn't oh, okay. get a Blu-ray release. Sorry. And, uh, James, we haven't talked about Ralph Breaks the Internet, too, Ralph, and how that oh. movie has, like, a weird, insane ending. Yeah. Did you watch really? that movie? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, I didn't. Okay, yeah, it is. It goes off the deep end in, you know, psychology and, like, <laughs> talking about how well, like, nerd culture and demanding things, and it's just like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, toxic culture and, like, you know, basically, if you can't have what you want, I'm going to burn it down <laughs> kind of craziness. It's just like, damn, they went way out there. And uh, it... I don't know if they're gonna make a third one because it, this one didn't do that well. I mean, it did decently, but um, it's just such a weird movie. I know, but the Disney princesses were awesome. That was pretty funny, yeah. I know they cracked the code. They made Disney princesses appealing and not in a sexual way to a male audience. I mean, guys are gonna want to see. The Disney princesses. I mean, they were funny. They were, oh, that Avengers type of attack at the end where they help out Penelope was awesome. Yeah. And a skyscraper, James. What do you think? Of, do you remember that one? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, it was a movie. <laughs> yeah, a movie. All right, so that's going to be it for our 2018 recap show. I hope you enjoyed it. And, you know, tremendous yeah. top three 3D movies of 2018. Bye. Bye. Later. All right, before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. 
and we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone.